Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. Wow, I hope that while you're listening to this, uh, you are having a great day. It is going to be a great day if you make it a great day, but it is the day the Lord has made, and we're going to rejoice. And I'm glad to be bringing you another episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. I love how God gives me ideas for topics and guests and different things that uh, I can share with you on this podcast. And I hope they're a blessing to you. I'm thankful so much for the ones that take a moment and reach out and send me a private message or post in the Facebook group, uh, the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, to say they're listening. Um, Thank you. And for those that have just joined the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group, thanks for joining our group. Thanks for following through and answering each of the questions. That just shows you're real and you're interested and you're part of the community. We are so glad that that community is growing and that it's active, and we are thankful for every person that's out there. And we're thankful for how this podcast is growing, and and people are sharing it around, and I hope that it continues to grow and reach more leaders. This episode is sponsored by KMC Coaching, and KMC Coaching is a, a coaching ministry that helps leaders lead more to reach more. It's a ministry that takes a leader from where they are to where they dream that God is leading them. There's a lot of leaders that feel like they're on a hamster wheel right now that is spinning out of control. There's so much going on. There's so many things that get thrown at them while they're on that spinning wheel. And it's hard to feel like it's ever going to stop. Well, you know what? It doesn't always going to stop. It's not always going to stop, I should say. The ministry is always going to keep churning because there's always someone that needs to hear the gospel. So what's a leader to do? How is a leader supposed to feel unstuck or to stop feeling alone or to stop wondering, how do I get all of this done? Well, KMC Coaching is a coaching journey where we come alongside and customize the perfect fit of what you need to where you want to go. There's no courses. There's no videos. It's all live teaching. It's all right together, personalized for the leader to where you want to go. So it's one of the most affordable programs out there, I do say, and I've checked, and uh, I'm honored that God has allowed me to do some of the KMC coaching, and uh, I love it. So if I can be of service to you, I would love for you to go over to kmccoach.net, schedule a free 30-minute consult call where we can find out if we're a good fit together. And if we're not, I have plenty of other coaches that I can highly recommend to you that will bless you and encourage you, but also help you take that spinning wheel out of control and bring it down to a healthy, sustainable, godly pace. So what are we talking about today on this episode? Well, I'm glad you asked. We're talking about a new kind of leader. I believe right now we need new leaders. We need a leader reboot, so to speak. And so This morning, I want to share with you as I'm recording this, a few things that have been shared with me that I've been reading and learning and researching and being challenged in my coaching journey uh, that I believe will really help you. So stay tuned for that as we dive into 
the new kind of leader for the new now. Now, what is that? What does that mean? Well, I think, first of all, it starts with a refocusing of our leadership. We need to start thinking about and refocusing on what really matters for today's ministry leader. I think there's a lot of things we've been doing that aren't as necessary anymore. And there are some things that we need to stop doing. And there's some things we need to start. But it's going to take a refocusing of our ministry leadership. So we need to ask, first off, we start with the why. Why did we get into ministry? Why do we keep doing ministry? What keeps us moving? What keeps you awake at night? What grieves your heart? What stirs you? What's your why? Have you ever written it down and really looked at it? Have you ever asked the Lord to show you your why? Sometimes we say we have whys. And we all have the similar ones, but is it really what motivates us to keep going? I want to encourage you as you refocus your lenses of leadership, that you really dig into your why and make it rock solid. And then I want you to begin to start saying, now, why do I do the things that I do? I know why I got into ministry, but why am I doing what we're, what I'm currently focused on? Why am I focused on that? What is my focus? <laughs> and why do I have that focus? Why do I fill my schedule the way it is? What's on my schedule? What's on my to-do list? And why are they on the list? You need to know why they're there. Now, in a coaching journey that I do with a lot of my coaching students, is we ask those kind of questions. What's on your list and why is it there? What's on your to-don't list? And if you don't know what a to-don't list, well, you've got to join the coaching journey to find out. It's something that I teach and it's a solid principle that's worked for me to keep me from getting too overwhelmed in ministry, especially when I served in smaller churches. Why do I keep running at the pace that I'm running? Why do we do what we do? <laughs> You need to know your whys because you can't refocus unless you know these answers. You need to also ask, why not? When it comes to doing certain things, we say, why not? Why, why, why not do this? And if there's significant reasons why we shouldn't, then we stop. You can say, why do I keep doing this? And why not? Why shouldn't we do this? And why should we do that? Asking why questions is powerful when we refocus and we need to ask ourselves, is there some things that we need to just let go of? Why or why not? Are there things that we can stop doing because they've seen their better days? You know, I saw recently a leader talking about wanting to be creative with and, and yet they, with their next year's calendar, because a lot of us are into planning for 2022 and they're, they're saying, well, I've got all of our standby things on the calendar, but I'm looking for some more creative things. And my first response was, well, that's part of the problem. You're constantly doing what you've always done. And then you want to be creative. How about take the things that you have done consistently and even if they work, ask, how do we make them better? How do we focus them 
to serve even a greater audience. We need to refocus on what we have in front of us. And a lot of us have spent significant amount of time mourning the losses, mourning those who haven't come back. And you've heard me, if you've, if, if you've been listening to this podcast, I'm sorry, I'm a broken record, but at some point, the mourning has to stop. Solomon said there is a time to mourn, but then there's a time to rejoice and laugh and move on. And some of us have to just pull ourselves up and say, enough. I'm not going to mourn what I don't have anymore. I'm going to celebrate what God has. There's this new now mindset that leaders need to have as we refocus. How are you focusing on the new now in front of you? It's not a new normal. I don't know if we'll ever get back to normal. And I'm okay with that. God's brought me to a place of peace. And I'm trying to help you and other leaders find that peacefulness to say, it's okay. Let's just refocus. Let's focus on what God has in front of us. You know, God brought to mind this morning uh, a passage of scripture in Isaiah where he's talking about his mercy, but he's also talking about how unfaithful Israel has been. And they were quite the mess. And God spoke to Isaiah, and here's what he said in Isaiah 43, 16. It says this, this is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and the horses, the army and the reinforcements together, and they, they lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Wow, it's pretty frightening. But he's recalling the days of Moses and how he wiped out the Egyptian army because of their, of their coming after the, the Israelites. And he wanted to show the Israelites that he was doing and could do greater things than what they'd even seen. He had to remind them. And you know what? Sometimes God has to remind you and I of what he's already done. And that's why when we look back and we see the things that God's done, let's worship him and let's praise him. But let's not stay there. <laughs> Who would want to stay in a place where the dead, chair, dead horses and soldiers and the rusty chariots lay? No, not me. And so in the next verse, he says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Maybe as you refocus, you need to forget the former things. Maybe there's some ministries, even though they work well, you need to let them go. Maybe you've got to say, well, we've got to stop saying <laughs> we've always done it and it works. Maybe it's time to let go of the past. Maybe you've got to stop mourning the lost volunteers and the lost kids and celebrate what you have. It may not be as big as what you had, but you know what? It's exactly what God wants you to have right now. Be at peace with that. Praise God for it. Worship him for it. Celebrate him. Say amen, church. Because <laughs> verse 19 says, see, I am doing a new thing. You hear that, friends? See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and the streams in the wasteland. Wow. Wow. God says, you know what? I'm going to do something new that's going to blow you away. Just, just refocus. 
renew your mindset, restore your hearts, stand up, wipe the dust off, wipe your tears, let go of the brokenness and the sadness and rejoice. He's making a way in the desert where it looks like there's nothing ahead of you. You're going, God, why don't I have more? Why do I need more? And God's saying, you know what? I'm taking care of this. I'm going to make a way where it doesn't look like there can be a way. I'm going to make streams in the wasteland. And you may feel like that, that you're in the middle of the wasteland. How do I connect with all those people? You know what? I'm going to talk about that in a, in a minute or two. But God says, I want you to see that I'm doing a new thing. My friends, look up and see that God's doing a new thing. So we need to refocus on our whys and our why nots and why should we's and why shouldn't we's, our pace. And then we need to renew. We need to start changing our mindset. We need to say, Lord, help me renew my mind. We need that Hebrews, or that Romans 12, 1 and 2 mindset that we're living sacrifices, that we give ourselves over, and it's only to what God wants us to do. Doing the same things, and we're going to get the same results. Doing the same things and expecting different results is insanity. And I got to ask, what's at risk if we don't refocus and renew our mindsets? You know, one of my favorite movies is Remember the Titans. And there's a scene in there where it said, attitude reflects leadership, Captain. If we're running around tired, exhausting, and negative, constantly sad, constantly overwhelmed, constantly expressing it out loud or living it, and people look in our eyes and they know. We're, we're not taking care of ourselves and, and we're burning ourselves out or we're, we're at risk of just being always exhausted. Who wants to join a team like that? What's at risk if you keep spinning the hamster wheel so fast? Nothing says you have to keep doing what you've been doing. Now, I know sometimes you say, Tom, that's easy because, you, you know, you're not, you're not doing, you know, church stuff right now. And you don't know what my senior pastor would say. My senior leader would say, well, have a heart to heart conversation because if the pace isn't sustainable, if it's not bringing glory to God, scripture commands us that in word or deed in everything we do for the glory of God, if we can't do that, if we can't say that that's truly our motivation, then we shouldn't be doing it. And so what's at risk if we keep doing it? You know what? People won't join a team that's running so fast that it, it burns everybody up. You know, I've been a part of a, a church a, long, a while ago that just burns people up, spits people out. Staff members come and go so fast, congregation members hardly even know their names. And that's heartbreaking. Sadly, leadership just seems to turn a blind eye to it. And I've heard thousands of stories like this. <laughs> And that's a bad mindset. What's at risk? Well, what's at risk is you'll never accomplish all that God has for you if you stay where you are. If you keep doing what you're doing, if you keep saying, well, I don't need coaching or I don't need to change my curriculum or I don't need to change my, my format 
uh, I don't need to change the way I do this, or I don't need to change this program. It's working with that mindset is dangerous. And what's at risk if we keep that? A powerful question to shake all those things up. So what am I missing? I learned this one from John Maxwell. I want to give him full credit. John Maxwell always, when he's beginning to launch something new, he will hear about the whole program. He lays all the vision out. He lays out the strategy. His team goes and fleshes it all out and works it out and gets all the steps in the way. And then before they launch, he looks at his team and says, what am I missing? That's a powerful question. Man, I hit that hit me. And I was like, why didn't I learn that years ago? Because I asking what am I missing is a huge thing. We think we understand sometimes things, but we need to ask. So when that volunteer calls in last minute, have you ever asked and checked on them and said, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Are you okay? And then ask yourself, what am I missing? Maybe there's something there. Maybe you assume you know, but you might not. What are you missing? That what am I missing question can be powerful in, in so many different areas but it will help you renew your mindset. It'll help you have a godly mindset. Last thing I want to talk about today is, is about how we need restoration as leaders. We need to focus on the new now. And yes, there are going to be seasons where we have to push hard. I mean, really hard. Y'all know them. The week before uh, Bible schools, <laughs> the, the Christmas some of you are doing Halloween stuff right now, and then Christmas, or Thanksgiving, and then Christmas, and 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 and, and then all right, well then it's gearing up for Bible school again, and we get on like I said that hamster wheel, and we keep going and going and going and going. You know what? Maybe we need to to start looking at how do we focus and and how do we learn to pace, and where can we put in pit stops for ourselves. Before you start scheduling uh, your 2022, make sure you've scheduled your own vacations, your own Sabbaths, your own spiritual renewals. Um, I would encourage you to check out restoringleaders.org. We're going to be posting in there very soon the dates for 2022 retreats where you can take four days and unplug from everything. Rest, renew, restore, refocus. All those things happen when you pull out and step away. Again, what's at risk if you don't? But to restore yourself, you need to, to do that. But you also are going to have to lean into the times in a healthy way and push hard. Because we know that great things come when we do work hard when we lean into it. And sometimes creativity is hard. Sometimes you've got to take time to bathe everything in prayer and you've got to dig in and you've got to dig deep and you've got to go through a lot of different ideas to get to the one that works. But you lean into that. And when you do it and you do it the right way, it's restorative. You've got to learn to lean into those hard seasons, but do it the right way. Because there is a, a right way to work in a hard season. And then you know that when that season is done, you rest. That's what Jesus did. 
He would work hard at ministering to people, loving people, healing people, sharing God's love with people, teaching people, but then he would rest. He would go for a walk with his disciples. He'd go up and sit on the mountain and pray. He'd take a nap in a boat. There's going to be hard seasons we have to lean into. But if we lean into it the right way, it's restorative. Because we know that what's happening is going to change lives. I loved the pace. I mean, it was crazy before Bible school week. It was insane. And I grumble about it. But you know what? Honestly, I loved it because I knew what was on the other side of all that preparation. A week of laughter and joy and children coming to Jesus. Why do I push every Sunday? Because I get to share Jesus. This past weekend, I was volunteering in my local church and I got the opportunity to lead large group. And when I was done talking about Timothy and how he was a world changer, but he was so young. And, and that's why Paul told him, don't let anybody despise your youth. Don't let anybody look down on you. Why did Timothy do that? Because he was called. People put their hands on him and, and, and confirmed his ministry calling. And, and they pushed him out. And, and it was hard. And it was challenging. And, and, and yet it started because he said yes to Jesus. And what was cool is there was a little girl named Bailey who came up to me after the, the first session, the first hour, and said, Mr. Tom, I just wanted you to know that this week I asked Jesus into my heart and he's living in me. And I, I've got this Jesus book that I'm going to bring to you because I want to show it to you. It's the most important book I have. I don't know if that was a Bible or a discipleship book. I can't wait. I, I, I've got to go back and see Bailey. But, but I was like, Bailey, do you know that Jesus will never leave you? She's like, no. And I said, well, do you know that in the Bible in Hebrews 13, five, the last part of the verse, it fits on your hand pretty handy. Ha ha joke, joke. And I said, yeah, you can hold your thumb towards you, put your pinky towards me and then say, I will never leave you. When you get to the you, it's on your thumb, which is pointing at you. And that's Jesus's promise that he will never leave you. Bailey, he will always be there to be your helper. In fact, that's what verse six says. The Lord is my helper. Fits on your other hand, held up our hands together and kind of did two high fives. And I said, I am so glad that you're part of God's family. Keep living for Jesus, Bailey. She said, Mr. Tom, I think those are now my favorite verses. <laughs> Man, did that restore my soul. That made it all worth the hard week that I'd had earlier, <laughs> the busyness of the week. Sometimes we just lean into it and God restores us even when we lean into him, because it's his work, not our own. If you're pushing, if you feel like you're pushing uphill, if you feel like, the, or, or pushing downhill and the boulder's chasing you, maybe it's because you're doing all the pushing and you're not letting the father push. See, when we live restored and we lead renewed, as the saying goes for restoring leaders, it means that we let God do the heavy pushing. We just join in with him. And honestly, <laughs> All he needs from us is a finger on the rock just to show him that we're being obedient. He does the rest. In fact, speaking of rest, that's another thing that you need to do in this season is learn to rest. Don't cheat your day off because you're cheating yourself. You're cheating your soul. And if we're going to be the new kind of leader that we need to be to lead in the new now, we need to learn to rest. We need to learn to set the pace. 
We need to make, not make our families more busy than they need to be. Our volunteers more busy than they need to be. And our families need us to be the best that we can be. So we need to learn to rest. And we need to let God restore us. I am so thankful that I have leaders that I watch in children's ministry world that share about their Sabbaths. They share about how they're being restored. They share how their mindsets are being renewed. And they're constantly refocusing on what matters most. So my friends, if you need help, please don't struggle alone. Reach out. Reach out in the KM Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. Reach out to kmccoach.net. Or if you need help with restoration and burnout and all those kind of things, reach out to restoringleaders.org. There are ministries around you that care about you, that love you, and that want to cheer you on to help you get where you want to go. I appreciate everyone that listens to this podcast, and I hope this has been a blessing. God has done some work in my heart in the last 24 hours that it's just been amazing to me. And as I, as I put together this podcast, I was praying and I'm praying right now that God will use it to restore, refocus, and renew you. So if I can ever be of service, please reach out. I'll be glad to help. And again, if I can't, I will connect you with somebody who can, because thank God there are lots of people out there that are more gifted than I am that can serve you and help you in the same way I desire to do. But go out and make a difference, my friends. Be encouraged. God's got this. You are the leader for the new now. Just may take some refocusing, just may take some mindset renewal, and it may take some restoration of your heart, but God's got this. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. And again, if I can be of service, reach out. But God bless you. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.